is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hello, everyone. It's Bran, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, it's Panda, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo, and I once had a life, but now I have Hallmark Christmas movies. And And this this is the Deck the Hallmark Hallmark Podcast. podcast. kidding me um i'm not kidding you christmas i season, wouldn't kid christmas season doesn't start here at deck the hallmark until the second appearance by alonzo Duralde. <laughs> that's exactly right that's that is true. how that works that's exactly right <laughs> first one doesn't really it, it doesn't count no 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 he's just here because he knew that when i said christmas tree lane was going to be the worst movie of the year that he knew god went christmas was still around the corner <laughs> <laughs> i gotta know alonzo we're um almost to 20, 20. at this point yeah, this is um where i we haven't really talked since christmas tree lane about how the movies are shuffling around i know you don't like list alonzo but where <laughs> is that kind of hanging out because both you and i were both higher on it um it's not in my top five i think it's like six or seven still for me just because of the feels i can't that. believe that what what movie uh, okay. christmas tree lane yeah. Yeah, Christmas Tree Lane is, is, is still very middly for me now at this point. But, I mean, I, I've seen worse. I, I, I think back back when we've talked about it, I was, and Dan was immediately like, oh, yeah. this is going to be the worst we see all year. I'm like, no. there's Godwink and Christmas Doctor yeah. still waiting in the wings. <laughs> yeah, it's so like Dan gets amnesia. Al- yeah, yeah, yeah. Alonzo, I always um, forget about the Godwink. Forget yeah, the, I forget the, about the Godwink. The Godwink thing. Yeah. And then time for us and all of us to get home yeah, for yeah, Christmas, yeah. all this stuff. That's coming. Pronoun, yeah. um, I, Alonzo, I, you know, we've been watching these for a while. I feel like this has been a really good season so far do you agree with that good crop i i do and and i don't i you know i have heard a lot of theories floating around part of it is you know new sheriff in town that crown media has a new ceo uh part of it is that they kind of decided early in the year like it we're all christmas all the time and and we're not gonna you know sorry uh uh, panda we're gonna kind of shortchange the fall movies this year in the summer um you know and i think maybe that meant the script spent a little bit longer in development and so suddenly we got to like maybe come up with some better all those lost moments and some smarter kind of takes on the usual stuff and and to the point where like they're downright making fun of themselves old school hallmark on a regular basis. Movies, yeah. and yes. i'm i'm here for it yeah, yeah. and vickery actually well vickery came out this week she has an interview and she talks about how the one thing that shutting down for coronavirus did is they did spend a lot more time on each of the scripts like they yeah, actually good. said we we're going to use this time to polish these a little bit more. And I think it shows. I yeah. think it's been really I good. I have a theory. Maybe my th- not in National Christmas Carol. Well, no, come on. Well. And Godwink, it just sells itself. Oh, I, I, my theory is that most of these movies are movies that Bill Abbott rejected. Like, it's like a, <laughs> it's a decade worth of no from Bill Abbott, and they're like, bring those back here now, and so next year we'll get back to normal because this is the best of what Bill Abbott didn't want on screen. That's what this is. That's my theory. Anyway, I'm still. Bill, if you're it. listening, I do want to know, did you say no to Nashville Christmas Carol? I just want to know. Yeah. I want to know if you said no and they brought it back. That's what I want to know. Uh, you know what? I bet he was thinking yes, but only if it can be a Kelly picture. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> one stipulation the we bring her back yes um gosh um hi everybody we are here today to talk about the christmas house the internet's been a buzz this weekend because of this movie for lots of reasons that we will discuss um but i think the reason why i enjoyed this movie so much is because looking at me while i was watching this was my universal yums box mm-hmm. <laughs> like for all the reasons the christmas house is a big deal Universal Yums box is just sitting there waiting for me, and it's the holiday box. Let let Universal Yums take care of all the gift giving and gift buying for you. It's no brainer. The holiday box has snack Christmas snacks from ten different countries. If you're a Christmas fanatic, you're going to want this box. If you have people in your life that love snacks and love Christmas, they're going to want this box. It's a no brainer. It it, you you can get it for under fifteen dollars, from what I understand. Just this is this is it. UniversalYums.com/slash/deck. You're going to want to get a subscription all year long it's the best they're the, literally the best snacks in the world yes well yeah uh, it's of a collection the of them and uh flock to our social media today at hallmark podcast because we'll be posting a video of us unboxing those uh holiday boxes and just in time for uh thanksgiving and black fridays you're doing some shopping this weekend which i'm sure you will be doing online uh head over to universalyums.com slash deck uh you're gonna it's gonna make everything I mean, better I think. Best. that's, yes. that's kind of where i'm at for sure um are you guys ready to dive into the christmas house i wish we would um the, to walk on into the front door of that house <laughs> I hated um, everything you just did. Uh, well, <laughs> I did not like it. I think I quit. I think this is it. For no, no, okay, okay. No, let's no, 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 let me. Like can it. I no, give no, it one? No, I'll give no. it one more take because no. I didn't feel like I felt like it was really good. And you guys seem to not be yeah. on. You want to go back and we'll yes. edit and post? Yeah, well, Trace post. will take care of it. Go for it. I got this one. Okay. Um. All right, guys. You ready to dive into the Christmas house? You know, better yet, what if we just walk into that front door? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it anymore. Uh, the Christmas House originally aired on November 22nd, 2020. 2020! And it went a little something like this. Mike is an actor on a, uh, a a court show called Handsome Justice. He is a lawyer, and he looks at the camera, and it's great. Everyone loves it. But that doesn't mean that it's going to get another season, necessarily. And that's really bumming Mike out. Will he get a, another season? Will he not? I don't know. Uh, he gets a call from his parents, and they're like, hey, you got to come home because we're going to do... The Christmas house. The Christmas house. They haven't done it in, I believe, 20 20 years. years. And they're busting it back out. They move all the furniture out. They decorate the entire inside. They do all sorts of magical things with this house. And they're doing it again this year. And so he heads back home. He meets up with his brother, Brandon, and his husband, Jake. And they get their orders from mom with a full PowerPoint presentation, which was just marvelous. Uh, The next morning, guess who shows up? It's Mike's ex-girlfriend. I don't know if she's actually a girlfriend, but Mike's future, uh, past love. Uh, Second chance is first, what is it? You got it. Um, And uh, her name is Andy. um, And they're just, you know, they're excited to see each other. Uh, It comes out that mom and dad are going to sell the house sell the Christmas house. That's why they wanted to do it one more time. And there's clearly something more going on between mom and dad, but we just don't know what that is yet. Uh, Brandon and Jake are attempting to adopt a kid, but there's a lot of question marks about whether or not that's going to happen. They have a very, uh, you know, intense conversation about it. Um, and they, they show each other support and love with kissing big ones. Uh, Mike is teaching Andy's uh, kid magic. Uh, Cause he's really trying to impress them. 
with magic. Uh, we find out that the parents are moving into separate houses to find some perspective on life and their relationship. Mike starts hanging out with Andy more and more. They even go out to dinner. And we find out that Mike when they were kid wanted to do this magic trick at a Christmas party where he gave her this necklace but he couldn't quite get the trick to work and she immediately went on to hang out with another guy and isn't that just a magician's luck sometimes you know what I mean if it just doesn't work out sorry snooze you lose um, but they're really starting to click again and they um, there's somebody who is interested in that in the house He's the best. Um, and he says, you know what? I want to come back when this place is fully decorated for Christmas. And uh, maybe I'll make an offer. So they decide they're going to have an open house on Christmas Eve the, when they're going to bring all the neighborhood in for the for the Christmas house. Everyone's going to see it for the first time. So open house it is. Um, Handsome Justice is going to get canceled. But the manager is working on getting the network to bring it back. And they set up a meeting on Christmas Eve. So Mike is going to have to leave. But he's like, listen, I'm going to be back in time for the big magic performance. Don't worry. Uh, Brandon and Jake get a call. The adoption is happening. Uh, Mike has to uh, go to this meeting. It runs late. And he's like, listen, I love this show. I love Handsome Justice. And I hope I get a second chance at this. But I have a real second chance waiting for me at home. So I got to go. Magic's calling. Uh, the Christmas house is open. Everyone's loving it. It is magical. And they get an all-cash offer. Mike makes it back in time for the big magic show with him and Andy's son, Noah the Nimble. Uh, and afterwards, he tells Andy, I'm not going back to L.A. I want to stay here. And guess what? Necklace magic tricks works that time. Uh, we find out that the parents are there, they make up, they want to work on this together. And so, to really, really, you know, work on their marriage, they're gonna buy a house and renovate it because everything goes well so in renovations. Well, yeah. And Mike surprises everybody by putting an offer on the house himself. We get a little of a flash forward to next Christmas. Him and Andy and Noah the Nimble are in their Christmas PJs in the Christmas house, and that, my friend friends was the, the christmas, christmas house, house. Wow. that's exactly right we did it and they kissed i don't i didn't say that but you they did. kissed but, and they kissed, yeah, they they kissed. kissed at the end that's i know a, i know a lot of people were, a lot yeah, of people were like Man. no kiss what sorry there was everyone. a kiss there was a kiss hey it. uh let's take a quick break if you guys don't mind uh we'll hear some from from some of our amazing sponsors and we'll be back to break down the christmas house uh and maybe razzle dazzle razzle dazzle if alonzo approves of the razzle that this is really it's really been up to alonzo this yeah, point that's right uh, he keeps for shutting the, it down but he, he does saying no go. he seems yes. on board today yeah he, he seems on board yeah. uh we'll be right back here in the gomer you know from us that native deodorant is what you need to be buying all year long because it's good for you and it actually works there's no parabens no sulfates no talc no all that terrible no aluminum <sighs> in it hate it's that all stuff. natural deodorant but guess what guys they are native deodorant is kicking it up this oh, time of year are. with some holiday scents including but not limited to the vaunted candy cane deodorant it's everything it sounds like and more. It smells delicious. It is all part of a candy cane gift set that you can also get as a great gift. Alonzo's wearing it Alonzo right now. Wearing he the smells deodorant wonderful. Right he smells now. wonderful. Can you can smell it through the screen. California. Native deodorant works. They're also festive. It's a win-win 
for you and for a gift for others. Now's the time to buy Native Deodorant. And here's the thing. You can give that gift by going to nativedeo.com slash deck using promo code deck at checkout to get 20% off your first order. Make sure you order by December 7th or you will not get your products in time for Christmas. Ooh. December 7th is the cutoff. Love That's nativedeo.com slash deck. Use promo code deck at checkout. 20% off. Festive deodorant. Go, go, go. Smells so good. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. We're talking about the Christmas house. Um, we talked last night. We got on our, our you know, annual, not annual, but weekly conference call. We just talk about, can we do anything different? Yeah. Can we shake things up yeah. a little bit? Yep. And for um, you know, three years at this point, we've said no. Yes. Yeah. We actually said yes, and people were didn't we like. yes, yeah. and so I, you know, we talked about it yesterday, throwing yeah. in some new things, um, including a musical section from um, uh, 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 Ryan uh, Ryan from the the house band. Down oh the yeah, street. Ryan from the house and, band. He's amazing. But he was he was booked, and so we're gonna stick with with, with the hot take. <laughs> um, and Panda, you always kick us off with the hot take because no one gives hotter takes. Yeah, you are the true. hot you, on the yeah. back of your jersey. It says the hot take. Yeah, I, I, I does say that. So tell everyone how you felt about the yeah. Christmas house. We'll do, Brand. Uh here's here's the thing. This movie is a ton of fun for a variety of reasons. First of all, I love when Hallmark does multiple plot lines. Mm -hmm. Uh last year they had one where it was like si like six or seven different plot lines. I like that movie even though it was way too much. Here's why this movie's better. There's three major plot lines that they're they're exploring. Uh, I think they do a good job. Did they shortchange some of them and maybe not flesh it out as, as much? Yeah, sure. Uh, but overall, you have an incredible family here. You have one where they, they work together, where there's a lot of love between them, and I like the chemistry between everybody there. Um, and really, I, I just... Man, it gave me a lot of feels. I love the Christmas house uh, vibe. A lot of good Christmas seals in this movie. It's a win, guys. Like, this is just a really, really, really solid uh, Hallmark Christmas movie this year. And, uh, man, I, I love it. Love Alonzo? Uh, yeah, I, Panda's right. This is good stuff. Um, you know, I, I, it's funny. I was thinking back on, like, the, the Hallmark movies that I tend to think of as the ones that I would actually sort of recommend that people check out or the ones that I think are maybe, you know, a cut above that, that do what they're doing right. And pretty much all of those movies up until now have been more in the movies and mysteries category where mm -hmm. they're the more serious ones. Mistletoe Promise, Bramble House Christmas, Two Turtle Doves. This is probably the first comedy that I think really yeah. works and that is genuinely funny. Um, I think the, uh, the, the, the constant sort of loving sniping between the two brothers is really funny yep. and very recognizable. The way they're just constantly busting each other's chops. The handsome justice stuff is really funny. Yeah. Uh, when they, when he does the, the commercial for the real estate agent and the, and the, he has that interplay with the kid in the elf costume. That's a funny bit of delivery. Um, Obviously, of course, you know, the big thing here is this is a historical film for Hallmark. And the, there is a, you know, let's not forget last year, people got mad at Hallmark because it was a movie where two guys looked at each other with intent in That's the right. last two seconds of the film. <laughs> yeah. So to go from that to two guys kissing front and center in the on, on camera, that's like a that's a huge leap. They've got further leaps to go. I mean, Lifetime is already passing them this year in terms of giving us a an LGBT-centric film and not just one of several plot lines film, but I'll take it for now. <laughs> uh, but overall, yeah, I think it, it, despite just the, we were all excited to see how the 
the same-sex couple thing was going to go. Uh, you know, Tree Williams and Sharon Lawrence are MVPs when it comes to these parental roles. Robert Buckley, I didn't really know him before, although I did watch Fashion House back in the day, and he's really quite funny and charming. I like I like all three of the storylines. I'm, I'm in. I, I dug it. Yeah, I, this is what I'll say. I think the last half of this movie is about as good as it gets. The first half was a little bit slower for me. Um, and listen, it's difficult to... Uh, really get invested in any of the three storylines um, because they're, you know, I'll say this. It's, it's difficult for me to get invested in two of them. I will say they spent more time on Mike, I felt like, and I kind of got that relationship a little bit more. The other two, I couldn't figure out why mom was mad at dad, and we'll get to that. And then the, the other relationship with the adoption, there were just so many questions that I still have, which we'll also get to, that we just didn't really get to explore. Um, but the last half of this movie I loved, and there was just so much Christmas, and the Christmas house was amazing. Um, and so once we got past the point of, I feel like getting a handle on the, th the three stories and introducing them and moving them along and really got into the, Hey, the house is going to sell. Let's get the Christmas house is happening. It's beautiful. Once we got there, I, I loved it. It just took a little bit longer than I was expecting, I think, uh, to get into this movie. But yeah, the last half is a, in, in my, it's about as good as it gets from a Christmas feels mm -hmm. and just loving what's happening on screen. Um, but it just took a little bit longer than I was hoping for out of this movie yeah this movie represents uh, i would what i would say is the best and worst of what hallmark has to offer there is a lot that you can really applaud hallmark here and it really starts with the just inclusion but it, it's so much deeper than that they're trying to give you real world problems they're trying to give you uh humans talking like humans and they're trying to give you actual comedy and so and they give you a christmas house that is that lives up to the billing i think all of that works the problem is is that i just felt like a lot of this movie is shortchanged. I had a huge problem. I think Treat Williams and Sharon Lawrence are both wonderful actors. I had a huge problem with that storyline in general. It doesn't, it just, it felt like it didn't belong in this movie, except for they needed to move out of the house so Robert Buckley could move in. And also, like, just in general, it didn't, if you're going to have a storyline about someone struggling with retirement and feeling like that their their significant other has gone to do other things, like, it needed more time than just someone being angry at the other person for no explicable reason i felt like the adoption storyline was basically just two people waiting on phone calls and that was really terrible in my opinion unfortunately um and then all of that is unfortunate because i do think that the lead the one mike and and the girl get you know i they had great chemistry i thought that that, that was going to be really great the brothers i really like that and so it was a very Jekyll and Hyde movie to me. There were things I really loved about it and things that really, really bothered me about the movie, um, which means it lands squarely as better than most of what Hallmark normally has to offer because normally I don't get any of the good stuff. So, um, yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was fine. Like, it, I, it, I didn't like it. It wasn't really for me, but it would probably wind up somewhere around in the vicinity of my top five. I'm not sure yet. I need to go check that out, but it's probably going to be in that top five to seven, eight range. That'll be my guess. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. yeah. Uh, definitely any of one of those couples could have held a home. Yes, absolutely. Yes, for exactly. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's true. And I would have liked, yeah, I would have. Uh, Jonathan know. Bennett's character, I thought was great. I, some of his lines to his brother, I thought were just wonderful. And I bought their relationship. Yeah, as brothers. But, yeah. yeah, but I also bought his romantic relationship I just, I didn't get enough of it. Like I didn't like the, yeah. this, just like waiting. We've waited three times and we're waiting on a phone call. Like as someone who's adopted kids before, 
it just it didn't it just didn't feel like there was nearly it was, enough to yeah get it's into tough that. to do any of the three storyline shows in eighty three minutes well, when you're exploring and I said, all of them I, and I said this I said Jonathan Bennett has been asked to do a lot this is the first legitimately openly gay character in a Hallmark movie that is a main character and he can't be too much of anything he's been given and they give him this adoption storyline and he's already married. And, and there was, you. I almost felt like Jonathan had a lot of weight on his shoulders, but he did it. I mean, like, I thought everything he did was wonderful. And, and I think they, it was, it was conservative on that front, just trying their best to make it a serious storyline, not give it too much. And, and so that was a little bothersome to me, but I, I, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, it's time for all the feels part of the show. We talk about what the people give us as feels panda. Uh, I, we already mentioned it, but any bit where they make fun of, uh, it's not Jake, what's it, Mike, about being a TV lawyer and just him being, you don't just play a, a good guy on TV. You are a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, of that, any of that banter, it, it made me laugh almost every single time. The the whole, every bit, it, it was genuine laughter. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, we just don't see a lot of that. And then, of course, the Christmas house itself. Um, man, they go, this movie puts almost every other Christmas movie to shame from a pure decoration standpoint. Yeah. Like, it is unbelievable what they do with, they don't go over over the top with the entire town, which is what they sometimes do, you know, try to decorate Main Street, but they go over the top with this house and it just works. Put me in the feels. I love the music. I thought they did a good job picking the song selection. Man, it just worked for me. Yeah. Alonzo? Uh, yeah, I, I would have uh, piggy piggy back on that. The, the, the fact that they shelled out for the actual Christmas baby, please yeah, come home. I mean, come on. Because if I hear one more movie this year that Christmas has that fake what everybody's home for Christmas, yes, that one. <laughs> they all know it by heart now. Um, it gets me so every that, time, though. I'm like, is it? No. <laughs> oh, curses. Uh, you know, the, the look, the, the, the historical nature of the, the gay kiss, I thought, uh, is uh, inescapably a, a thing. But I love that they, they capped it off with a, an actual funny joke. You know, just the, the, the way they go, are we going to decorate like this one day? Absolutely not. Like that, that <laughs> I, I thought that, that was a, a lovely little bit. Uh, Sharon Lawrence's monologue about the teapot, I thought, was really sweet. And... Um, you know, it. it I. I think. I, I agree with Dan that that yeah, they they really rush us through the why are the parents having a problem thing. But I think the reason they're able to kind of get away with it is that both of these actors know how to make like one moment pop. Like if you remember Hearts of Christmas, the NICU movie. Yeah. Mostly forgettable, except for Wiser, Bouncy House, and A Big Train. Uh, but, you know, you do remember, there's that moment at the end where they bring back all the old NICU patients to to thank Sharon Lawrence. And, like, she hugs somebody and just gets this look on her face. And it's like, that five seconds is enough for the whole movie to mm-hmm. exist. And so when she does the teapot speech about remembering things and, like, how memories are all, eventually all we have, like, that, it was like, okay, that th- an entire subplot now vindicated because that speech is so <laughs> Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all of these are going to be towards the end because it's when I got most of the feels. Treat has a, a sweater on that goes down to his knees, which I just loved. I thought yeah. the sweater was what hilarious. What is going on with that cardigan? I, lo- I love that Cardi, man. Uh, Cardi Treat. Um, when they finally open up, when we see the inside of the house, I was excited to see what they would do with the inside. Like that was the whole bit. We're moving on all the furniture. What is this going to be? And the house was just dope, like on the inside. And I love that, uh, you know, uh, Robert Buckley was on Home and Family. He talked about how this was inspired by his own house growing up and they showed pictures. Uh, And it's amazing. So I love that and just thought it was amazing. Um, And then Treat giving his wife at the end this custom snow globe of the Christmas house I thought was just awesome. I love that. Um, And so lots of feels, uh, Christmas feels for me. Yeah, the thing that worked 
best in this movie to me is from the parents storyline, which is the storyline I hated. Uh, it's the flashbacks of them uh, with their kids. Uh, you very rarely yeah. get to see a flashback of a parent with their kid in a Hallmark movie where everyone's still alive in present day. And so you get this flashback of them just with their kids and memorable moments of them growing up. And it's never the moments that are like somebody won the big prize or finished the race. It's, you know, baking in the kitchen or being outside or just this practicing magic, like, and t- trying to talk your kid into going and asking the neighbor across the street and to help and like, those really did work for me, um, you know, because those are the moments that as parents, you remember that kids just forget because they're in the middle of some sort of quagmire emotionally that the, the, what the parents are offering them is not nearly as important to them as it is to the parents. And so the flashbacks of the, of the parents with the kids doing mundane things that were seemingly unimportant at the time to the kids, but very meaningful to the parents really are the feels of this movie. Like that's the anchor for treat Williams and Sharon Lawrence's performances in my opinion. Um, but I just, and we'll get to it, I guess in the way it what it's just hard. Cause I felt like, I, I felt like Sharon Lawrence just was determined to be upset in this movie. And, and like the care, the mom was determined to be upset and I didn't just retire and I don't have all that baggage. And so it's not fair for me to place that on her. It just seemed very trifling for a movie like this for her just to be at this time of year to just be determined to have everybody back for the Christmas house, but to be mad about it. Yeah. But the flashbacks were great. The flashbacks were wonderful. Great. I love it. Hey, let's take one more break. We'll get into the wait. What? Uh, And then we'll be right back. Hand at the Hallmark. We're back. Yay. Hello, everybody. You made it through another one. Uh, your break, you know. You made it through another one. <laughs> you did. And, and, you know, another day um, closer to Thanksgiving, right? Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Can you believe it? Just one slow march to death, isn't it, Brandon? <laughs> Brandon, uh, who, Brandon? Who, who, who brought down, you who brought down the break? mood more, Brandon or uh, the mom in this movie? Ooh, it's a toss. No. <laughs> Brand, Brandon, I think, just because he just said you're one more break. We just, we made it through one more We're break. Just, <laughs> Hey Jeez, guys, just think the inevitable despair. Uh, while right. I have you here talking about breaks, uh, BrambleJamPlus.com. Uh, really, y- y- think of how many breaks you sit through uh, until death. Think about that. I mean, I don't. What? <laughs> BrambleJamPlus.com, no breaks. Um, hey, are you uh, ready to dive into the wait what? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, as far as we talk about what this movie made us go, wait what? Panda? Uh, listen, overall, I, I, full disclosure, I had trouble finding a ton of wait what's in it. You know, I. I I, I thought this movie does a relatively good job, but there are a few, okay? One of the things that just is a head-scratcher is the story with the box, the magic the magic box yes. where he taps and then there, there appears this necklace That's and right. he gives it to her. So the original back plot is that he tries to do it, the box gets jammed when they're teenagers, and That's then right. she walks away. We then get to see what actually happened. He's thinking he's a bad magician. Right. Yeah. Uh, she actually goes for a kiss and then... Uh, he turns away at the yeah. last minute trying to get the box to work and she goes off. And my understanding is she then ends up with another guy that same night. That's right. She, it, the sheer absurdity of that What's flashback. What's happening with that story? He thinks he lost the girl of his dreams because he's a bad magician. Okay. <laughs> that's, first of all, that's bad. That's, that's, that's embarrassing, I think, for all of us. She thinks that he's not interested because she she sees mistletoe that he doesn't see and she doesn't bother to confirm that. And then she just walks off and just... Goes with another starts guy. Starts dating another guy. And like she's that. going. She moved from I'm going to kiss him to I guess I'll go with another dude fast. Yes. I mean, that's yes. quick. His oh, real yeah. love is magic. It'll never right. be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll always come second place to magic. Uh, uh, if I had a dollar. <laughs> 
Man, I have been there. Yeah, we all have. I think we have. Uh, she, Andy, uh, the mom, goes into her son's room and kisses him goodnight and uh, turns off the light, and somehow it's brighter still in his room after they turn off the light. It became CSI Christmas House. <laughs> like, all the black lights came on at that point. <laughs> Who it's a full you? spotlight. I Christmas, just don't Christmas. <laughs> uh, and then finally, I, I really want to glow. Sorry, go ahead. No, I love that. No, thank you. That was beautiful. Uh, I, you actually have a Christmas album coming out. I do. Ho, ho. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just keep doing it. One day you'll get, you'll get there. Yeah. Uh, Marvelous Jim, uh, the magician, he's also a DJ, we find out yeah. at the end. And I feel like that was just withheld way too long as a piece of information. Uh, just... I didn't see it coming. Marvelous. This is what I want to yeah. say. What He's do an you entertainer? Th- yes. <laughs> what do you think has gotten him enough money to buy a house cash. in cash? Yeah. Is it the magician work or is it the DJ work? Yeah. This guy, I don't. Here's what I know. It's tough because they're both. He was my number. <laughs> he was my number one. Wait, what? And this is, this is him on the page. Marvelous Jim on the pages. He doesn't have a wedding. He does not have a wedding ring on. Marvelous Jim uh, has a somewhat British accent who drives a beat up VW Bug but he's buying a five bedroom house in cash at the place where he's DJing the Christmas party. Yeah. That is this character. What? He's the best. He I is, like to he's think that riveting. maybe he's also a pickpocket, like his, his <laughs> magician skills. And that's yeah. where the, he's been, that's why it's gotta be cash. Cause you know, that's all it's, it's going to be <laughs> the, fives and tens. The thing that rolls, the thing that, that is the cake topper is, is he gets in his car after looking at the house and it is an orange VW bug. The bumper is falling off of it. It's taped <laughs> together. And you're like, has this guy been saving up for the Christmas house? Like all of his money. He's just like one of these days, Man, I the love Christmas it. house is going to be there yeah, and I'm going on a car. <laughs> Guys, I just love him. I so love good. him. I wish he was my dad. He's fantastic. <laughs> wow. Yeah. weird. I stand by it. He was great. Yeah. Can you imagine childhood with him? It'd be fun. Yes. Hello, Panda. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for a ride. Um, Alonzo, anyway, what's for you? Yeah, I, you know, before what I said about how the, the scripts this year are giving us better, um, uh, all is lost moments, um, maybe not so much this one, because <laughs> like the whole idea that A, the star of the show has to go to New York to meet with the no. network and the producers about saving it, B, the whole... Will the will the big shot make it back to the small town in time for the talent show slash choir concert slash magic shows like been done to death? Um, so that that felt like I felt like the movie had skated over so many like things we've seen a million times in these movies before. And then we get to that one. I'm like, oh, we're doing this. OK, yeah. we're this. This is what act seven and eight are going to be now, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a way what and that I, I wish they had come up with a sort of smarter way to make it make us wonder whether or not he was going to get back for the magic show. Um, <laughs> beyond that, though, I think it all. It, it pretty much kind of holds together. I mean, if you buy into the notion of the Christmas house, which apparently is based on a real thing, and the idea that people are going to like not just totally do the front yard and the backyard, but the entire first yeah. floor, then yeah, why not? Why not? That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah, I don't have a ton. I do have one. Um, Brandon and Jake, they continue to do this thing, and I think it's because Hallmark only wanted to do one kiss, uh, where they go forehead to forehead, but so they go times. hard. Yeah. Like, you hear just a... <laughs> and I'm like, guys, take it down a notch. <laughs> like, brace, brace the head, bring it in a little slowly. Maybe do a kiss on the forehead and then bring it. This is just... 
Like it is it's tough. Skull to skull. Yes, and yeah. I I'm I'm worried about them. Um, the guy Richie. Yeah. Um, and then um you don't know he, who Guy Richie is. I do. Okay. Director, get out of here. Aladdin, duh. Oh, uh, is. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot. Come My on. Yeah. And then I saw the movie that came out uh, uh, earlier this year. What was that one? Um uh, with the gentleman. Gentleman. Yes. Um uh, he is in a meeting for this show where he has to show up and not talk, I guess. Um, and the reason he's not talking is because he's you know, fantasizing about Andy. But the scene that he's fantasizing is the best I can gather him watching her through a window or glass. Through a prism or something. And I, I just want, like, of all the ways in which I can picture the person that I'm digging right now, I want to make it as creepy as possible. <laughs> I want to make sure that she doesn't know. Um, and then, I, I, yeah, I loved the baby please come home. I I love that it was the real song. Um, I was just impressed that Hallmark spent the money to do it and then threw down more money to get another version of it yeah. for the slower ver- cover. Just it caught me off guard. I, it yeah. made me say, wait, what? I said, wait, what? When it, the real version played, I said, wait, what again? When it happened you again. Did. And I said, wait, what? When they paid another amount of money for a different version. So kudos to Hallmark for doing that. Cause it kind of was the score of this movie, but it was like a happy wait, what? Like, whoa, it's happening. Do you think it was a buy one, get one free? It was a buy one. You get the original, you get the knockoff for free for sure. Mm. Uh, uh, Dan. Yeah. So you guys took four or five of mine, which is great. Uh, early in the movie, Andy, the realtor says this line. Uh, it's like clockwork. The only time a client needs me is when I'm doing something else. Yeah, that's exactly how that works. That is how that works. The client, this is how real, like, I don't know if you want to be in realty or not, but if you do, this is your job. The people whose house you're trying to sell are going to call you and need you when you're doing other things. This should not be a surprise to anyone. You may may just be a bad realtor. I don't know what to tell you. Um, in a flashback, uh, Robert Buckley's younger self is uh, building a snowman, or is it uh, Andy is building the snowman? Yeah. Andy's building the snowman outside. There is suspenders. There are suspenders on that snowman. I, I don't know how there are suspenders on the snowman. I don't know where she got giant snowman suspenders. I've never seen suspenders on a snowman. I don't even know. You know suspenders are supposed to be around your shoulders, which are a little squared. I don't know ge- geometrically how that works, but I'm in. I, I want to know. What are they attached to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they, sus- they? What are they suspending? Like I don't like. I have no. They're not attached to pants. Man, think about that for they're, a second. They're, what they're, are they suspending? They're not suspending so anything. True. The first ball. There's just. They're suspended. The no. ball is already on the ground, Panda. It's not suspended from air. It's on the ground. I said what I said. Yeah, you said it, and it was dumb. <laughs> what about the second ball? They're not suspending. They're clicked below. Just the one of the ball. balls is being suspended. Can we agree? No. No, 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 no. I'm with Brandon on this oh one. Oh, my gosh. No, that's your yeah. wise beyond your years. Yeah. Thank you. Um, the neighbor... Learn uh, from the best. The neighbor comes over uh, when the Christmas house is fully lit up and says, I'm so glad this is back. I'm calling BS. No neighbor is happy when the, <laughs> when the giant strobe light of a house next door comes back for the first time in 20 years. They are so excited to not have to hear and get like, go to blindchalet.hallmark55 and get 55%? Those, yeah, get those blackout curtains. You, you don't have to do that when the, the Christmas house isn't in town. No, no neighbor is even lying and saying they're happy about that. Yeah. 
And they're like, wait, Marvelous Mike is DJing? Yeah. Okay, oh, thank case, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean Majestic Mike? Majestic Mike. One, no, 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 wait, whatever. The, 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 the oh, Marvelous, Marvelous Gym. Gym. Marvelous, Marvelous Gym. Yeah, Maje Gym. Majestic you. Mike. Uh, Come on, Alonzo, it's Jim. This is, you never forget Jim. This is the, this one is not nearly as fun or funny, but that's just, it's just not how adoptions work. Like I, it just, like, I don't know what else to tell you. Like you got to sign a lot of paperwork when an adoption is finalized. And until you write, until that pen hits that paper, that adoption is not final. It just isn't like waiting on a phone call is just, it's just not how that works. You get a phone call maybe to start the hopeful part of that process, but you do not get a phone call as any sort of legal finalization for an adoption of a child ever, ever, ever. It just, no, 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 no. And those are all my way what's. Wow, not yeah. not a lot of way what I did, but the thing is this: is Marvelous Jim was a huge one to me. Yeah, well, the flashback of the date was a huge one to me. The two versions of Baby Please Come Home was a huge one to me, and the lights in the bedroom were a huge one to me. So, like, you guys took four of them, and then I brought you four more, so I had eight. It's a two, it's a four for four. Four for four. It's a, it's yeah, a double yeah. down. It's four and four. Not yes. Four, four, no, four. It's, no, it's, it's, it's a. Uh, yeah. It's a. It's the grill. Yeah. George Foreman. They're suspending a two snowball for one? that's on the four ground. For four. four for two. <laughs> Uh, it's time for What the Hallmark. It is the part of the show where we uh, ask any questions that we still have that we would love some answers to. Panda? Handsome Justice is being uh, beat in the ratings by the pet detective. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, couple questions. Is this a... It's Ace Ventura. A, Ace Ventura yeah. reboot, first of all. Uh, or is this uh, where a pet is solving the mysteries? Uh, or is it somebody who owns... Uh, is a detective who is solving pet mysteries. There's so There's many lots, different ways. Yeah. It could go so many different ways. I Maybe it's somebody who know. detects pets. <gasps> there's, there's, been a, there's, there's, there's a pet here. There's a pet nearby. <laughs> <laughs> there's a pet nearby. <laughs> My allergies are kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the guy who's allergic to every animal possible. <laughs> oh, that's a bunny. <laughs> that's a bunny. <laughs> I know that rash from anywhere. Yeah. Uh, Alonzo, what the hallmarks? Uh, you know, I, I definitely had, yeah, the, the, the pet detective and the doctor lawyer show both sounded really intriguing. <laughs> I just wanted to kick out real quick that, you know, Robert Buckley stars in this film, produced it, he co-wrote it, and he gives himself this moment early on that is supposed to be embarrassing for his character where the ex-girlfriend sees him wearing his old high school stuff because yeah. the airline lost his baggage and that's all he's got to wear. It reminded me of those old, like, 1940s pinups where it's about a, it's a scantily clad woman who is embarrassed to be caught scantily clad, and that's the picture. Like, he is wearing this two sizes too small form-fitting shirt, you know, giving us just a little peek at his, like, rock-hard abs in these super snug sweatpants. And it's supposed to be like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Uh, I'm so like, sorry. Dude, dude, you're a walking thirst trap. Just own it already. Um, I saw I walking thirst trap, but I just... I saw I Walking Thirst Trap live. It was, I they were, they so were good. I tried to get uh, Walking Thirst Trap. Clothes were way too small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to get that as my Twitter handle, and it was taken. <laughs> and that's frustrating yeah, yeah. because I, I, that's yeah. how people describe me. He, it, it did. That scene was just weird from the get go. It was awkward, and then there was this like, I'm sorry, like I'm shooting December of the month pajama club, whatever later. <laughs> but I, I, I'm sorry that. Uh, oh, you're here now. I'll go downstairs. Oh. I think uh, is what's going to happen. Um. I, this goes back to the, the show. There was an episode. I think it's Andy who said it was her favorite episode. Her favorite episode is the one where he um, is uh, the lawyer for the dog who was accused of murder. And I feel like 
if this show is losing in the ratings to Pet Detective, maybe don't go that. I would know if it's someone's favorite. It's clearly there is an appetite for uh, animal TV yeah, shows. Absolutely. And so maybe go more in that direction. Maybe uh, he should always be uh, defending the animals in court. I, I don't know. I, I, there's something there. I think that you can really knock off Pet Detective because this is clearly one of the best episodes out there uh, where he defends the pet accused of murder. Maybe so, the spinoff show is Handsome Justice colon Pet Defendant. Oh, oh I love that. There you he is. There Sign he this is. guy up. Um, See, the second time, the second time you're on, it's always better. Yeah, you're doing, yeah, the better wheels are always turning just a little bit more. Walking thirst trap, oh. pet defendant. I mean, he's got, I mean, he's gold. Uh, so uh, I have two. They're both kind of about handsome justice as well. First of all, I want to know how quick the turnaround time is because they watch a full print of the finale. It's done. It's finished. And the entire court set is still decorated for Christmas, exactly like it was when they filmed it. That's a very quick turnaround time. They don't need the studio for anything else, clearly. I want to know what studio that is and how quickly they're turning that around. But more importantly, uh, and this is, I, do, I would love to know if Robert Buckley, like, or if Hallmark had any say in this. At the end of the movie, when he goes to New York and they say, the guy that wanted to cancel your show is out of here, was that about Bill Abbott? Like was that a was that shade at Ooh. Bill Abbott? Because it seems so <laughs> on the nose to go the guy, the singular guy that didn't want your thing, and this is the first movie with gay leads. This is the single guy that didn't want your show is out of here. I I don't know how else to take that information. That is I think we're let's just decide it is a dig. I like that. Because like that it a was a like that is and Bill look, Bill, we love you, buddy. Like we 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 still, you know, you're looking at me. <laughs> like but I'm just saying No, like, I'm just taking it in. This I didn't I didn't see seems, no, that's, that's fascinating. It seemed like it was just too oh, like too on the nose. Wow. Like mm -hmm. why I, I just I, I kind of was in shock by the whole thing. And it was a throwaway line like it could have been anything. Uh, we've decided to go in. No, no. The singular guy that that said yeah. no to your show, he's gone. I don't know how else to take that information. Schmill Schmabbit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Schmill yeah. yeah, Gil 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 Labbit is uh Gil. <laughs> There was a commercial fiasco. We don't yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. We've replaced him with Bob Zola. That's who we replaced him with. Bob Zola is the new CEO. <laughs> was that the guy uh, who was on uh, This Old House? What was that guy? Bob Vila. Bob Vila. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bob Vila. We did it. We did Bob it anyway. Yeah. Uh, for those of you, Bob Vila on your bingo cards. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> we got it. Uh, we did it. Hey, guys, we did it. We did the Christmas house. Congratulations. Tomorrow's Christmas Thanksgiving, house. and if you think we're taking it off, You'd be wrong. We're going to be back again. God went Christmas. What better way to celebrate Thanksgiving than with then thanking God we don't have to watch it again. The God Almighty <laughs> winking at us. Now, I will say this. If you uh, want to not listen to Deck the Hallmark uh, on a day, I would really enjoy Friday and Saturday and Sunday because after Friday, Saturday, Sunday... There will be an episode of Deck. We actually Deck do have an episode on Friday. Do we have an episode on Friday? Oh, we do. My bad. We do have an episode. Saturday and Sunday. Oh, we have a special episode on Friday. Special. You're not going to miss that. Saturday and Sunday are your last two days for the next couple of weeks to not hear brand new Deck to Hallmark. Every day, we're coming out with a new one. I, I want it's, a, it's, it's, what, eight, ten days in a row. It's a long time. It's a lot. It's a lot to do, and we're here to do it for you. <laughs> How many days is it? Well, it's, it's uh, episodes, 11, 11 days. Yeah, it's 12, I think. 
I don't know. Yeah, it's like eight that. plus the next four the next week. It's it because no, we'll run into the next week. But there's a double boy. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I think it's 12. <laughs> I actually think it's 12 in a row, which is bonkers. Um, wow. Regardless, thanks for doing that. Thanks for listening. Because I don't, I mean, I'm a, I'm hoping you'll listen, but I will understand if you need a break. Yeah. Like, but, but that's when the gold happens. I'm just letting you know. We have to do all these. Oh. It's when the crystal dance happens. when the crystal year. dance happens. you know. Like, so just stay tuned. <laughs> And people are like, okay, no, right. don't okay, tune in. Just don't <laughs> tune in. I got we're it. Out. <laughs> Good. You mean I don't, I'll have to sit through the same bad bit five episodes in a row? <laughs> Freeze, boy. <laughs> Boy, that's always that's good, good, man. He, right. But he hasn't lost his touch. Freeze yeah. Boy still that's has it. Uh, speaking of still having it, we still have some amazing people who have subscribed on Bramble Jam Plus, the Double Deckers, as we call them. It's my Deckers, your Deckers, the Double Deckers. Really? Um, and uh, Panda does the deep dive. Mm-hmm. And boy, mm-hmm. there have been some real good ones this year, some real bad stories. Yeah, yeah. Not bad stories. Listen, everybody's life, it's their own it's journey. It's their journey. It's their journey. It's I will story. just say some are more uh, exciting than others. Right, right. But you gave me a, a whisper this week. <laughs> The password uh, of what this story was going to be, and I, I am very excited yeah. to hear all of it. Who do we have today, Dan? Sue Rudinger. Rudinger. Sue. Yeah. Sue Rudinger. Hey. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Uh, Sue. Here's the deal. Sue. Uh, some of the ideas, some of the business ideas we hear, and and some people what they're into. Sometimes they're they're odd, but this one's a this one's a go getter. Okay. This is a big go getter. This uh, is a go getter business. Yeah, yeah. This is and it's called Candy Canes. Okay. Uh, and it's now hear me out. It's just canes made of candy. Okay. Uh, runts particularly. Runts. So it's they're, they're all of the canes. These are can walking canes. Walking canes. Walking canes. And they're made out of runts. Right. Why? Why not? They're pretty. Are they all runs or fruits? can I pick the can? I can't pick like a smarty. You can if you want. You said all runs. Well, currently. The, she went big on the runs up front because runs, uh, big runs. There was big a big, probably she could get them for cheap after Halloween because no one bought them. Yeah. Well, well yeah. That. I mean, they, how have sales gone so far? Oh, stellar. 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 Define stellar. Uh, and we've gotten, as of today, seven. Okay. Seven big pallets. Seven Is big pallets? Is that a what? Would you call that a run? Oh, there's like a run a, on the runs. There's a run on runs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, seven, seven pallets? Well, yeah. How many are on a pallet? Uh, two. So 14 candy canes. Okay. How much is a pallet? A pa- uh, to get two of them uh, on a pallet, yeah, that's going to be uh, about 3000 $3,000. It takes a long time. You know, she puts each piece together. We do this. Super glue. We do this every, I mean, we, we do this every episode. Um, and I got to be honest, there's some, there's some humdingers you've come up with. Uh, well, found. Rudingers. Yeah, this is Sue Rudinger. And this is, uh, this is the worst one. <laughs> this is the worst idea I've ever, ever heard. Why wouldn't like, you want it? Are you the, saying the, you would not I, want a cane? The, the, You're telling me the, you would not want a cane. The store where I go in and just throw something on a grill to sizzle is better than this idea. Hey, guys. Yeah. I bought all 14 of them. Did you really? Company cart. Thank goodness. I'm really pumped. Was it a God wink? It was a God wink. <laughs> I said, oh, my goodness. Here we go. Typed in the numbers. Didn't get declined. If it doesn't get declined, that's the definition wink. of a God yeah. wink. No decline is a God wink. Absolutely. Man. I woke up this morning. God wink. <laughs> thank you, Trace. Uh, and thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you to, to Sue. 
Uh, good luck with your venture. Good, uh, Alonzo. Um, tell him, you know, you're doing everything. So just uh, yeah. you're writing. You're writing a book. Pick you're something. watching every Christmas movie that comes out all year long. You you know. Tell this us. is really this is your busy season. This is when you know come I, out. You of get this hiding. all the time. Save people uh, having to at you on Twitter. Although you never mind, and you're always gracious. Right now, thousands of people listening. Give them the one Chris TV Christmas movie not to miss this year. That's not oh, not Hallmark. Uh, I would probably then have to say has Hulu's Happiest Season. Okay, I'm Happiest a big, Season. I'm a big fan. I think it it's looks terrific. really good. Mm-hmm. Looks Great. really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Thanks. Thanks for having me. As always, um, folks can find me on Twitter at a Duralde, a d u r a l d e. You can read my reviews at therap.com, t h e w r a p. Uh, here on Bramble Jam, I co-host a lovely little show called A Film and a Movie mm, with Mr. Daniel that's Thompson. You. Oh my, that's right. I, can't believe uh, I, I hope you'll check it out. We're doing and, Christmas uh, movies all December. Know, yeah. So you're going to want to check it out then. Yeah, sure. yeah. A lot of fun Christmas stuff ahead. And, uh, you know, if you haven't picked it up yet, I did write this thing called Have Yourself a Movie Little Christmas. Oh, yeah. uh, a fun guide to Christmas movies that you can still get in the places where books are gotten. And, uh, yeah, I'm collaborating with these clowns on the Deck the Hallmark book coming oh, to right, you in man. fall of 2021. It's oh, going to be boy. very exciting. Yeah. And this is so this is the last year we can actually advertise for Alonzo's book because next year we'll be in competition. That's right. That's so true. we will. Direct, direct don't competition with yourself. Go buy that book. Yeah. Buy this book. Yeah. Uh, the cover I might the cover might be just a little smidge better. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, could be. I'm hoping that like it's that thing on Amazon where like, we go to the, the Deck of Hallmark book page and like other people purchased. That's and, right. Like, buy, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sure. what I live for. Really. And by other people. For those guys. of you that are only gonna buy one hardcover book though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I got to tell you, man, I got to tell you, I'm excited about this book. We are, it's actually happening. Yeah. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, is it happening? And it then I'm reminded, it is happening. happening. Uh, mm. And things are really starting to move along. So I'm very excited about it. Um, when we're going on book tour next year, that's, 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 that's the fun. rumor. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Lord, Lord willing you and the creek don't rise. You signed by that's us right. in that's a right. store. That's right. Very excited mm. about it. I'm um, very excited for tomorrow. We'll be back. Don't you worry. It's going to be a lot of fun. Until then, may we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast. It's produced by Brandon Gray and presented by Friendly TV. Our lovely set is decorated by Plum Home Decor. You can check them out at plumonmain.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast, go to bramblejampodcast.com. And to hear every Bramble Jam podcast ad-free, go to bramblejamplus.com.